0: Welcome to direct video I'm Tony show.
1: Oh man, I'm Andy Reyes.
0: Uh, D- DVD extras, I didn't say DVD, I didn't say DVD extras, but we're not going to cut it because we just cut uh, half 30. an hour of us being depressing.
1: And sad.
0: Yes, um, so we're going to... <laughs>
1: we're going to try again.
0: We're going to ignore that. We're gonna know that that never happened. We're gonna talk about funny stuff.
1: That's right. Like we're gonna we're we're gonna go back to our roots. This is our origins episode.
0: We're gonna talk about Lion King too.
1: Do you want to? I'm down. I'll t- I'll talk about Lion King too and how great it is. No. Do you know what I want to talk about? I want to talk about this right now. I know this was like my idea for a later episode, but I feel uh-huh. like I feel like I could talk about this now.
0: Okay.
1: I'm gonna take a drink of water. I'm gonna prepare myself.
0: I'm psyched, I don't know what this is.
1: <sighs> take another drink of water.
0: Oh my gosh.
1: <laughs> mm, refreshing. So this good.
0: Is bad podcast. I wanna talk about Sky High. I thought we were gonna do like an episode on
1: Sky uh, High. Do we mm, but I I wanna talk about it now. <laughs> because <laughs> because I got dragged by not just by you But by like three other people For liking Sky High Apparently people will remember Sky High being a bad movie Which is crazy to me Because when it came out I remember everybody being like Man what a great Disney Channel original film
0: Okay but like Like people were comparing it to Halloween So you can listen back to it (laughs) What Wait it wasn't even a Disney Channel original film Was it
1: I'm gonna check There's no way that movie could have gotten a theatrical release right
0: i genuinely thought i did well maybe it's got kurt russell in it so uh, let me you know in the recent Mabim bam episode um travis mcelroy talks about really loving luck of the irish which was a movie i had forgotten about but loved as a kid and i hated for, that
1: movie as a kid <laughs> for
0: some reason that made me so fucking happy Maybe we should watch Sky High and Luck of the
1: Irish. Luck of the Irish? No, I fucking... There are, like, three movies I remember as a kid, and I think all three of them were about basketball in some way that I hated, and it was Hmm. Teen Wolf, Luck of the Irish, and High School Musical, which, of the three, the only one that I've even considered going back and watching is High School Musical, because it at least has good music.
0: Not the one I expected.
1: Yeah, Tony, I'm going to go back and watch Teen Wolf.
0: I'm not saying Teen Wolf is good Because last time I saw it I was like 7 But it is Like a classic movie that Like the whole big deal about Teen Wolf Is that it came out right after Back to the Future So it's like it's, Yeah it was um, like
1: the, the second big Michael J. Fox thing
0: Yeah so it's like it's it's one of Michael J. Fox's First big movies and That if you like Michael J. Fox Is in itself kind of interesting And can make it interesting Even if you don't like the movie High School Musical, I always found obnoxious. I remember liking Look of the Irish, but again, I was probably seven. I feel like
1: so so there are a host of Disney Channel original films that people like, or Disney Channel th- movies that are on Disney Channel all the time, that yeah, people like a lot as being
0: a, It's probably about when you watch them.
1: Yeah, I think, because Look of the Irish is an insane movie. Okay. I'm going to a, a kid...
0: say, but whoa, 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 wait, because I don't remember it, and I want to see if I still have this. <laughs> um, a kid okay. is secretly a leprechaun. Yes. Or, like, a quarter leprechaun or something. Like, his grandfather was a leprechaun. Mm. He has lost his good luck charm yes. that all leprechauns have. The evil leprechaun, mm-hmm. who I only remember again because Travis McElroy mentioned it, apparently played by um Timothy Olmanson. Yes. Who I really like. He was uh is uh Lassiter on Psych and the evil king on Galavant.
1: Just a generally swell guy.
0: Yeah, he he has the the luck and the kid has to get it back and for some reason he decides to duel him in basketball saying he can win even without his luck and he does i think there's also a throwaway line about potato chips
1: i'm going to read i'm going to read this line to you okay <laughs> because i i because i'm reading this sentence off of wikipedia and it 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 sounds like a fever dream Let's do it. With the help of his best friend Russell, Kyle defeats Seamus in basketball and banishes him to live forever, trapped in Lake Erie. He then wakes up what? and realizes he is late for Heritage Day. On the day, he does an Irish folk dance and leads the crowd in singing This Land Is Your Land, with his parents and grandfather in the audience proudly joining in.
0: Oh, I don't remember that bit! <laughs> oh, man! Oof. That reminds me of when I couldn't figure out How to end my stories I feel like
1: Movies don't end with musical numbers anymore For a reason
0: I'll tell you what I was a little bit disappointed Frozen didn't end with a musical number I know you don't God. like talking about Frozen Because we had vastly different opinions on it But like, it was a big musical movie And then it I felt like it sort of just kind of ended When it could have ended bigger
1: It really kind of ends on like a bit of a i would call it a cliffhanger but in reality it just kind of feels like they forgot to write an ending to the movie because like there's still a lot of problems that they gotta solve like they just put a bunch of the bad people on a boat and then turn around and go well i guess things are okay now even though people in our town are still like dying of hunger and don't trust their their leader
0: well yeah she's the queen she's gotta fix the town. i mean that's what she has to, it's, yeah. It's I feel big, like it's I a feel big like, job.
1: I feel like in a better Disney movie, there would have been at least like a montage of them like fixing the town. Maybe I don't know. There would have been something. There would have been some closure. But you know, maybe this is all stuff that they can address in the sequel.
0: So you like, for instance, the way Moana ends? Because the whole point of her story is that she is trying to be the leader of her people. And go sailing all the time, and she manages yeah. to to do m- both. Do both, of yeah. Uh, spoilers for okay. Moana. That's not a huge spoiler.
1: I mean, it's the ending of the movie.
0: No, because I believe in the last podcast I talked about how the big bad was actually the goddess. So, we want to talk
1: about spoilers. Yeah, I guess I, that's a good point. Spoiler warning for the last episode for Moana.
0: Yeah, that kind of that kind of soured it for me a little. That that reveal, even though it was, it's a cool it's idea, like really kind pretty. of soured it. Because, well, but what that means that, like, literally everything is Maui's fault.
1: Sorry, I'm I'm about to go off on a huge tangent and not address cool. what you just said. I feel like I don't talk about Inside Out the movie as much as I should.
0: Oh, okay. Did you super love Inside Out the movie?
1: I, well, I watched it in the theater, and the thing about Inside Out the movie is that is a movie that I think I would have really taken a lot from as a kid who had depression but didn't know how to deal with it.
0: Okay. My sister said something similar, actually, now that I think on it, because she, at one point, wanted to run away. And they have that scene. Yeah. I'll tell you my big problem with uh, Inside Out. And it's not a problem problem. It's just that I felt like happiness acted a lot like the kid's mother. I felt like she was always, like, sheltering the kid. And if she... Or Riley, I believe her name was. Yeah. I don't want to keep calling her the kid. Uh, she was always, like, sheltering Riley. And if they had made her, like, a little, like act a little bit more... Selfish? Like, she always acted selfishly because she believed that was the best thing for Riley. Yes. But if she acted selfish to be a little bit selfish, I would have enjoyed that a little bit more because I felt like what she was doing was, like, being an overbearing mom inside the kid's own head. And I sort of couldn't wrap... I don't know, I sort of shook my belief of it a little bit because I don't think you can be an overbearing mom in your own head. I You'd be I, overbearing I think... to yourself a bit, I guess, but it's not the same thing. No. Because like, I... she saw Riley as another person.
1: Well that's the thing, right? Is is what they are are like like they're not they're not your emotions. They're representations of like what you feel like those emotions are telling you at all times. So yeah. they're they're less they're less you and more like angels on your shoulder.
0: Right, but they still are her, like everything else in there is like made of her, yeah, but they're they are
1: her in like the same way that like your lungs are you, right, like, yeah, my lungs are me, but also they're my lungs they have they have their own things to worry about,
0: it also has what I believe is the most existentially terrifying Disney death. <laughs> <laughs> Because the way Riley's imaginary friend dies is she forgets about him forever.
1: Good. Fuck that guy.
0: He was I, so selfless.
1: I hated that character. Oh my god. I I it was like it was his, its voice, its entire demeanor was like a grating piece of cheese in my brain. Now. That smelled bad. Give me and, a
0: cheese grater in and, your brain.
1: And when he died, like I, I like did a little cheer like in the theater, like,
0: oh, oh thank my God. Christ, you're the worst person. <laughs> I will
1: say the only reason I felt bad, the only reason I felt bad, is because there was like a little he could not have been more than five year old boy sobbing about the entire ordeal, and I felt bad for the kid. You know, I was like, oh, kid, you. I
0: cannot believe. I would not wish that particular death on my worst enemy.
1: I feel like you don't have enough worst enemies, my dude. I, I can think Jesus of at least Christ. three people in my life.
0: You are sick. Well, I would do You're that sick, too, man. I just
1: it it was it felt so good just to he, he wisped away the only thing left of him being his shitty laughter, and then that was gone too. Poetic.
0: You sicken me. (laughs) I feel nauseous right now because of that disgusting thing that you said.
1: Oh, man. 2015. So that's when the movie came out. 2015. I want to see what other movies came out in 2015.
0: Yeah, let's do it. Oh, okay.
1: uh... All right. Wow. Um, Shit. Wow. A lot of movies All right,
0: don't react to... Just... Fucking say something. <laughs> what are you doing? Mad it's Max a Podcast Fury Road. Andy. Oh cool. Star
1: okay, Wars, cool. The Force Awakens. Yeah. The Martian. Oh. Crimson Peak.
0: That's which so... is
1: it's a horror movie that I really enjoyed. Oh, okay. Well it's not really a horror movie, but it's like a horror movie. Spotlight, which was really good. Creed, which was really good. Terminator Genesis, which I saw, but We'll never recommend.
0: Why did you see it?
1: What the fuck is The Good Dinosaur?
0: You don't know what The Good Dinosaur is?
1: No. It's a Pixar movie? That's a Disney movie
0: movie that came out in the summer of 2015. It's a Pixar movie. Nobody watched because everybody knew as soon as they saw a preview that it was going to be bad but they weren't releasing anything else that year so it got all the advertising
1: no they released uh,
0: inside out the same year well I, I said year but season they like that was the summer blockbuster for disney and it did not do well
1: oh man like X machina came out straight out of compton came out which is a really good docudrama the big short came out which is a really good movie
0: you asked us to start the podcast over because we weren't being funny.
1: 2015 was like a strong year in movies.
0: Okay.
1: I. I like wow. I, like this year. Fe- this year feels like it sucked. This, this year you, feels you... like it
0: sucked for a lot of things.
1: Yeah, I know, but like, like I specifically talking, like specifically talking about movies, like I feel like.
0: like well, we haven't gotten to winner yet.
1: But even so, we we did, we had an entire summer season, and the only Wonder movie Woman. I watched was Spider-Man.
0: What about Wonder and Woman? Didn't Wonder Woman come out this year?
1: That was that's a big. Oh one. shit! I guess so. Wonder Woman, Spider-Man, and Baby Dragon. Guardians,
0: Guardians Two came out. I, um,
1: I I have complicated feelings about that movie.
0: That's fine. I don't particularly want to hear them because I still haven't gone to see it. Logan came out. Logan, did Logan come out this year? I just googled it, so yes. Oh, wow. The Last just... Jedi's coming out in the, uh, in, in... Oh my god, I Justice feel like... League is supposed to come out this year, too? That's gonna soak. that's I gonna don't want to so think bad. about
1: that. Please do not make me think about that. <laughs>
0: it's gonna, it's gonna be so bad. Uh, I, I uh go, so... I'm
1: gonna go watch it. I have to. I'm,
0: oh, you, I'm... Oh, you poor sad man. I you, um, see. I told you, of the Furious. Oh, Ragnarok's going to come out. I'm looking forward to that. Beauty and the Beast was this year, What's too. What's up? I said Ragnarok's going to come out. That's going to be fun. Yeah. I want to see Hulk in a Thor movie. It's what I want. John Wick 2. I mean, some so, of these are genuinely good. So Alien Covenant, I've heard the, good things about. the The
1: fact that... But the thing is, is like the the biggest movies coming out this year are all like are almost all marvel movies and star wars
0: the lego batman movie
1: the lego batman movie's fun but it's not i wouldn't call it like a great film i feel like i feel like this year we haven't had like a groundbreaking film
0: it's mostly disney really yeah. when you get to the when, when you get down to it like i like beauty and the beast but that's you know disney again they're they're releasing a new pirates they do all the marvel movies star wars the dark tower is coming out which um i don't care about but i know a lot of people do point is i don't think it's been a particularly terrible year for movies i just i love the marvel movies movies. i really do i mean i get it i'm burnt out on them too i'm i'm like i'm like eight movies i love marvel
1: movies i really do I feel like this year in particular a movie hasn't come out that like has made everyone I know just drop their shit and go this, this is a movie that will like
0: I feel like Wonder Woman blow your
1: fucking asshole.
0: Don't say that. I don't know. Like
1: I liked like again, I liked Wonder Woman, but at the end of the day, Wonder Woman is still is a generic superhero movie. It's good, it's fantastic, it it does a lot of like things in terms of like breaking records but
0: I can't I can't make this argument I haven't gone to see a movie this year besides Beauty and the Beast for this podcast <laughs> so like I, just, I don't fucking know I've just like people have been talking people talked about Wonder Woman for months
1: Wonder Woman is great and amazing but here's the thing right it's great and amazing because it's a movie about Wonder Woman and we it's something that we just we desperately need more of mm-hmm <laughs> Which is females in lead roles who aren't like hyper masculinated. Wonder Woman
0: isn't one of the guys. She is Wonder Woman. And that and that matters. Hey, I have a question about Wonder Woman. I have a question about Wonder Woman. Just like her 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 whole ability thing. So her weakness is being tied up or being tied up with the lasso of truth. Does she carry around her own kryptonite to use on other people, is what I'm asking.
1: It depends.
0: Because that's pretty badass, but also kind of stupid.
1: Well, you gotta remember that Wonder Woman was invented by a guy who was hella into bondage.
0: I didn't need to remember that. I don't know why you asked me to.
1: (laughs) He was so into bondage, Tony. I
0: thought we were friends.
1: Wrote what the hell is your bondage? problem
0: today, huh? What's up? Like people are going to listen to this episode and they're gonna I'm hear not... you talking about how hard you got when that Disney character died and then talk about bondage, and like it's fine if that's if that's like the persona you want to get out there. The guy who invented Wonder Woman was super into bondage. This is a fact. Okay, I'm
1: He wrote books about it. Very spe- detailed books about it.
0: I specifically said I might how say hard too you because I expected you to refute me.
1: So, I'm not going to lie to you. Like, for the last ten minutes, my internet's been breaking out, so I haven't been able to hear what
0: you're saying. Okay, because I've just insinuated twice that you got a huge boner when a Disney character died.
1: Oh, come on. I did not... I, I was not sexually aroused by his death. I was just, you know... <laughs> platonically excited I'm, I'm
0: leaving that <laughs> okay
1: the lo- please don't leave the long pause and it's so long it's like five seconds I couldn't think of a word i I couldn't think of a way to say like like anything that didn't sound sexual. <laughs> so I went with platonically excited which just sounds like sexual.
0: denial yeah. That sounds way worse than anything ever.
1: I want to I want to assure the listeners that Inside Out is a beautiful movie, mm-hmm. and it made me cry. And that's all that's it did.
0: That's all... That's all... Okay. <laughs> that long pause again, son of a bitch. I was, I was God like, what the it. fuck is wrong with you? Like, that's not still... Okay, perfect. You know what? That's perfect. That's perfect. Well, um, I'll cut you wanted. You Wednesday wanted a comedy
1: out. podcast, goddammit. Well, I'm, I can't bring you that, so I brought you, I guess, a weird... How is your You We can't do
0: a comedy podcast, but we can do weird sexual situations podcast. No, we cannot. That is entirely cannot. possible for us. We cannot. No. I mean, it's happened before. Oh. No. Well, that... You know what? Me saying that sentence makes it sound weirder than... It. <laughs> <laughs> All I meant was that we talked about weird sexual situations on the podcast before. <laughs> not that we together have gotten into weird... You know what? You get it. But
1: we, we have, though. I, know, I I distinctly remember, like, multiple times where we just talked about weird sex stuff. And not just you and me, but, like, a bunch of other people were involved, too.
0: Okay, but I need to stress that we have done that remotely. None of us were. Yeah, we didn't like meet game. in
1: a large white room. Like.
0: Talk about sex stuff.
1: <laughs> like <laughs> sitting around in like a circle. Welcome, everybody, to our first session of Weird Sex Acts Anonymous.
0: Maybe the podcast name should be Weird Sex Acts Anonymous.
1: That has to be a thing somewhere.
0: I mean, yeah, no, it totally is, but that seems more shameful than you should feel about weird sex acts i mean hey um somehow i hope that was funny because somehow we we drifted
1: so listeners tony can't hear me right now but you can and so can future tony hi future tony fuck you you piece of shit how dare you in my own house drag me like this oh yeah i'm tony i have access to to DSL internet because I live in an actual city you know not not, not everyone has what you have alright Tony Jeez, how dare you gosh rude okay I think we're set okay so I left a little surprise for you in the recording oh fun yeah because you couldn't hear me for like a minute so I just decided to let it all out all of my all of my real thoughts about you. It's gonna be great. Yeah, I I'm afraid of uh, of confrontation, so I thought this would be the best way to just get it all out there.
0: No, I've been there, man. Um, <laughs> been there. So that's talking about how I couldn't think of anything relatable to talk about during my week, because most of the stuff I've done was like routine stuff and therefore not interesting. Yeah. To hear about. I was thinking, like, what's something I did that was different? And I thought, oh, well, I beat Draclore Laboratories in Final Fantasy XII. And then I thought, nobody cares. Nobody cares, Tony.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It's like, what is the most obscure dungeon name? Draclore well, Laboratories. Jesus Drac-lore Christ. Laboratories. Oh my god. It's like, I feel like... Were where
0: they manufactured Nethisite, Andy.
1: Oh, wow. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. N- Nethesite, that's the stuff from Avatar, the Blue People movie, right? That's what they're hunting. What?
0: Okay, stop. One, don't fucking bring Avatar into this house. Two, what are you clicking, you fuck bastard?
1: <laughs> what? I'm not clicking anything.
0: Oh no, maybe there was popping on your mic. But that's fine because it's not the mic you're using to record, right?
1: No, no, so it's the not. Problem. The the, the yeah, I'm I'm recording on my laptop mic, and listening to you on my phone.
0: Perfect, perfect. Now, I was gonna say nethesite is the inverted version of Magicite. so. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it gets pretty Final Fantasy in Final Fantasy XII sometimes.
1: Oh, does it? Oh, man, I would have... I can't believe it waited that long. I can't believe they got all the way to twelve before they Final Fantasied it so much. <laughs> Final Fantasy VI was pretty normal. I don't remember anything exceptionally weird happening in Final Fantasy VI. Except for, like, the part where the world ends.
0: I would call that slightly weird.
1: I, it was more heartbreaking than anything because, like, you beat the you beat the final quote unquote final boss fight, and then the boss wins anyway, and then you have to do the whole game again, but in a post apocalyptic world now. Fuck. Yeah, it's like super depressing.
0: That sounds awful. <laughs> it sounds like from a certain perspective, it would be pretty fun, but it also sounds awful.
1: Yeah, if you're not if you're not into the if you're not into what Final Fantasy 6 presents as a combat system, Final Fantasy 6 really starts to drag in the second half. But I remember... But I was really into we it. Now shouldn't
0: get talking about Final Fantasy games because I don't know enough about them, but I remember somebody complaining about... Uh, I think it was fourteen. He said, um, there's this part in fourteen that's like a really poorly made... Horror game Where you're like trying to sneak past something It's all quick time effects. I heard about this And he said The thing is If it was just like a part that you had to play through It would be fine But it's like the third It's like a third of the game What? And he said I kept on I was playing this thinking man this is so annoying I can't wait to get back to the regular game And then the game ended And that's (laughs) <laughs> oh man. That's one of the reasons I never bought that one.
1: Yeah, I now you said fourteen, but I'm going to assume you meant fifteen. No. Because fourteen don't is an MMO.
0: Then maybe I meant thirteen. Which one's thirteen?
1: 13? Thirteen's the one with the the pink haired girl who's like cloud, but
0: I they think I had 13.
1: less character somehow. I haven't watched yeah. a let I remember watching a let's play of thirteen that was amazing because they they kind of played it as as a marathon run okay so by the end of the game they were delirious with like sleep deprivation and just completely unwilling to engage with it on any level
0: sounds interesting it was a fun- interesting. like that seems like a way to consume that particular piece of media <laughs>
1: they're just some games you know
0: i have no idea how long recorded how long we've recorded because like so i got cut out half an hour for yeah the lost episode the the secret
1: the secret episode
0: and then the secret the secret episode where we talk about depressing politics and then like 10 minutes in the middle for you to like yeah, get, get, get your, so get that your puts us going.
1: that puts us at about thirty minutes of stuff. Like we're we're gonna want to hit like an hour and thirty minutes, maybe to to really yeah. fill out this episode.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. So my question would be: you Got anything to talk about?
1: <laughs> um,
0: I we need to write down subjects or that, something. Like
1: as the week goes on, we'll just write down stuff we can talk about. Yeah, And then we'll just have to, like, I'll have to write in, like, capital letters at the top, like, no depressing politics shit.
0: No depressing politics shit. It should be easier than it is.
1: Well, it's... It is really hard. (laughs) I don't know. I watched an anime last week. That happened to me. It's... I enjoy it. It's a lot of fun. I don't think you would, but it is a romantic comedy.
0: Oh! Oh, I didn't tell you about my anime mistake!
1: You made an anime
0: mistake. I mean, a big one! <laughs> um, Alright,
1: I'm really worried, because I'm really worried that you're going to say the name of an anime, and I'm going to say that's the anime I was just talking about.
0: No, this 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 isn't a rom-com anime. Um,
1: Alright, hit me with it.
0: <laughs> oh, no. My big anime mistake is, you said I should watch a... Uh <laughs> you said I should watch uh more magical girl anime because like it's it's actually a really good subgenre. And so I typed in magical girl anime oh, in Google me. and watched the first thing that comes up which is Puella Magi Madoka Magica. Have okay. Heard heard I've heard of, of
1: Madoka Magica, yes.
0: You have. Yes it is the most depressing anti-magical girl anime yep it's it's very good yeah uh it is it is very good every episode is soul crushing
1: it is it is like it is the equivalent to magical girl anime as like The original Gundam and Neon Genesis Evangelion are to mecha anime, which is just, like, a complete tear-down emotionally and, like, mentally of the entire concept of Magical Girl anime.
0: It becomes a story about doomed child soldiers.
1: Yeah. Really quickly, too.
0: Yes. Almost immediately. Like, at first—like, for the first episode or two, you think it might not be going in that direction— but uh-oh, it does.
1: Oof. <laughs> oh. Fucking... And I was like,
0: okay, I should try to watch a, a like a like lights happy... happy anime.
1: <laughs> oh my Jesus, my dude, fuck. I I <laughs> that that that's my bad. <laughs> I should have been more specific <laughs> that's definitely on me
0: <laughs> I might just like give Sailor Moon another shot after that one because I don't want to risk anything
1: oh man <sighs> I, I don't know I could... here's,
0: oh but here's the nasty bit about this anime have you seen so have you watched this
1: I think I watched a couple of episodes and I think at at some point like halfway through episode 2 or 3 I was just like you know what you know what I don't need in my life right now? Any of this. Because here's the thing is I did not expect that show... I expected that show to be sad. I didn't expect that show to be as violent as it got.
0: Yes, and all the violence is against young girls. It is um, not fun for me. But here's the thing about this show. If you type in this show and you click on images... Why would I do that? These These are all like promotional images for the show. And they're all so happy. And, like, the opening is so happy. Like, we're a regular magical girl anime. Everybody doesn't die.
1: (laughs) Oh, Jesus. God, I feel really bad now. I feel like... Like, I feel like I could have warned you.
0: I... Genuinely, I quite enjoyed this.
1: But... Uh, I'm glad you could have. If if that if the same thing had happened to me, I would have just been like, you know what? Fuck Andy's recommendations from now on. Oh, I really didn't I mean, enjoy I, it. I,
0: I knew that this one was on me. Here's the other thing, though. After I'd watched a couple episodes of this soul-crushing, t- awful thing, I could not, not finish it. I mean. <laughs> Was this girl going to sell her soul to a monster to save her friends? <laughs>
1: <laughs> or?
0: And if she did, would she become something more terrible?
1: How? Oh, Jesus, fuck. I feel so bad. I, I feel so bad. But I'm glad you enjoyed it. I'm glad you enjoyed it. I, it, it is really good. It's just, I... Something about violence in anime—I'm just not about it. Like, I don't know. Like, there's like a specific way that a lot of anime does a lot of does does like combat and violence mm-hmm. that is just not not good to watch in any capacity. It's like super gross.
0: Yeah, I kind of agree with that. Here's the thing: part of the reason I wanted to watch Magical Girl anime was because a few months ago. I had written into my comic that Rick's niece is a magical girl, and that she has her own adventures that are sort of just going on <laughs> that they don't know about. Yeah, because she doesn't. She just doesn't live near there. I've been enjoying having her intersect because there aren't a lot of children in my comic. Mm-hmm. So I started writing a like like the current storyline is about her. And also about a Nazi, because I like throwing a Nazi into stuff.
1: Just to uh, just to get just to get them beat up and fucked over.
0: Yeah, but like looking back, I mean, I knew enough about this genre, not to have them all die. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, I mean, it takes it takes one to know one, right? Yeah, I just I just feel really fucking bad. Like it's,
0: it's like thats this is a weird thing to feel bad about
1: no it's it's not like i don't feel like 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 oh no poor tony i just just kind of like like i had an intent when i told you you should watch more magical girl anime
0: mm-hmm.
1: and the fact that what ended up happening is you watched matoka magica to me was like that was not at all what i wanted to happen <laughs> some might say that was the exact opposite of what i wanted to happen
0: it's like only watching the episode of Full Metal Alchemist where a little girl is turned into a dog monster and then murdered.
1: Yeah. That's yeah.
0: Hey, by the way, the fact that the fact that Scar gets redeemed after he killed so many people and also this little girl, I was like, What the what the fuck is happening here? Well,
1: okay, let's be real. Like she wasn't a little girl anymore.
0: Yeah, but she could speak.
1: She was in pain, and sad. Was she? she yes. To,
0: the only thing she seemed concerned about was the fact that he just killed her father.
1: I mean, I'd be concerned about that too. I don't know. I feel like I feel like there are anime villains worse than Scar who have been forgiven for less.
0: Uh, I want you to point one out, not because I don't believe you, but just <sighs> for posterity.
1: Gosh, okay, give me a sec. I'm going to think about this. Because I really put myself into a hole by making this claim without thinking about it beforehand. I still believe it. I'm just going to have to think really hard. Because I don't watch that much anime. Hmm. And I watch so much good, feel-good anime, too.
0: Yeah, probably the main villain of the the volleyball anime.
1: There's... There's no villain though, like they're they're the primary antagonists of the show are just like the other team. They're not really evil. Except for the right, captain. No, except for the captain of Perfect. of 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 fucking Ao or whatever the fuck that high school's called. That guy's a piece of shit. He slapped a little kid. Never forgive him for that. What a fucking dick. Who just slaps kids?
0: Did I say why like I was rereading the Harry Potter books and um this is forever ago. But there's a scene in the fourth Harry Potter book where Snape makes fun of Hermione's teeth to her face. Oh my
1: god, yeah.
0: And it made me want to retroactively punch myself in the face for getting sad that he died. Because this fucking asshole at that point was irredeemable, irredeemable to me. She was a 14-year-old girl and a teacher just insulted her looks. What? I was so mad. That about
1: was that, that the fourth book? Yes, that was the yeah, fourth. Yeah, because book. because later she mentions that uh when she went to the nurse's office, she let the nurse repair her teeth a little too much.
0: Yeah, she got them shrunk down. And she may have had a problem with her teeth, but I think the reason she did that was because a teacher insulted her to her face. Yeah,
1: like an adult. It- Ugh. Yeah, I, I was telling a friend the other day, like, the more I think about Harry Potter, like, the more I just don't like it as much. I feel like the luster of what it was when I read it as a kid just grows dimmer every day.
0: It's very well written. Yeah. Like, if you go back and and read them, they have that sort of pull. Yeah. Uh, which which explains sort of why... Um why they got so big. In fact, that was true when I read The Casual Vacancy, which is just a terrible book about bad people. Uh, but it was also written by J.K. Rowling, and it has that pull which makes you sort of unable to put it down, even though I couldn't stand any of the characters.
1: It, it's written in a way that's easy to read,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I appreciate that, but at the same time, I don't think I've had a particular... in. I don't think I've wanted to reread the series since I was in high school I've I've talked about it I've thought to myself oh man i should I should go back and like reread Harry Potter someday. I don't think I'm ever going to though I'm just gonna leave it as it is, which is this kind of slowly fading memory
0: i mean that's 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 fine it's just I'm not sure it's great podcasting
1: I don't know I just like it's hmm I'm like looking up magical girl anime to to try and recommend one to you that's happy. That's what I'm doing right now.
0: I mean, I might just watch Sailor Moon. that's the one that got of popular Sailor
1: Moon Scott it's if you do watch Sailor Moon, try to watch the original one not because there's like a Lots. newer remake and it's it's all right, but the original has a has a certain something to it that the new one doesn't have.
0: ah right, I got off track. Anything could have happened in those two seconds.
1: Fuck Harry Potter.
0: Okay, that's, um... I mean, I don't want to have to fight you, Andy.
1: No, I'm going to take a hard stance on this. No more wishy-washy Andy for me.
0: On fuck Harry Potter?
1: I'm going to... I'm going to talk about... I'm only going to (laughs) talk about (laughs) the series of unfortunate events from now on. That's the only real good childhood book series.
0: That's incorrect, but I do love that childhood book series.
1: All other childhood book series are terrible, and and I'm never going to read nope.
0: them. Mm-mm. Incorrect. Wrong. However, let's talk for a little bit about the TV show, the series of Unfortunate Events TV show. Oh, yes,
1: yes, 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 yes.
0: Because there's something that they did in there that I, I, I really, really enjoyed a lot of that TV show, but there's one thing they did that really bothered me. Okay. And I'll tell you what it is. At the end of their stay with Aunt Josephine. Yeah. They took away both the best thing that Mr. Poe ever did and the worst thing that Mr. Poe ever did. Okay. And the best thing was when Count Olaf was revealed, but there weren't like cops around or anything, and Mr. Poe just chases him off. It's oh, Count Olaf. Yeah. And his giant partner and Mr. Poe, like a like a fucking mother deer against a wolf, just, just chases them the fuck out of there. And that's the best thing he has ever done for those kids. And they took away the worst thing he has ever done, which is send them to live in a mill. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the problem with that. To do that, they made the kids run away. The yeah. problem is they in the books they don't run away until the seventh one and then there's no turning back once they run away that's them taking control of their lives yeah i hated i hated that they had them run away to go to the mill because then they lose control over their lives again as soon as that little adventure is over
1: i feel like them having run away in the mill will kind of will kind of make them... I feel like if they really wanted to, they could tackle the them running away again as being a, as being more of a... No, we're running away this time, and this time we're going to do it right. This time we're not going to get caught. This time we're going to go, and we're going to make sure that we cannot be followed.
0: I mean, it might be, but it also... I mean, it's been a while.
1: Because, like... It, in... it, it would
0: be a while, but, but in the ninth... I think it's the ninth book, maybe it's the tenth book. No, it's the fuck which is the one mm-hmm. it is the 11th book at the end of the 11th book they end up back on the briny beach with Mr. Poe and there's this great scene where they have to figure out if they're supposed to if they should go back with Mr. Poe and try to like pick up their lives again or if they should go into this mysterious taxi cab and just go somewhere full else on into this um, secret society thing the fact that they never turned back was such a big deal for these kids and I'm sure again I'm sure that you're right I'm sure that at the end of the day and the next series or the next season or a season after that it will all be tied together real well but I just hated that one bit with the mill
1: I do think I do also think that like because if I remember correctly uh, when's the next time they run away it's after the academy isn't it
0: no, it is after they're almost burned to death in the village.
1: In the village, that's right, the vile village. Because but... after
0: the academy, they go to live with their mother's friend, who is like the one halfway decent person, not yeah. halfway decent guardian that they have. But it turns out that his girl, that his wife, is actually Count Olaf's girlfriend. Yeah.
1: Oh, I'm so excited for the introduction of uh
0: of Esme Squalor. Yeah. She's gonna be just the worst.
1: I I'm like genuinely curious as to who they could possibly get to fill that role.
0: Do you, do you know what I liked that they were doing? Um I liked the Quagmire parents.
1: Oh my goodness. That
0: That little subplot. That's so good.
1: I I was for for so long I was thinking like what what is happening here? Like what like are these are these like the the I don't know why I let myself buy into this fantasy, but the entire time I was thinking, maybe, maybe these are the Baudelaire's parents, and that's what this is. Cause it's framed in I such thought, a way.
0: I was trying to figure out who they were. I was like, are they the Baudelaire parents, but it's in the because I That's what I was I thinking. Knew that they, I knew that they they would, they they're not really gonna bring them back. And then I thought, is it Jacques and Kit snick it, and it like it seems like they're married, but maybe they're actually brother and sister, and they're on this this crazy adventure because that was possible for a while. Yeah, but then they talked about being married. and I was like, well, no. So yeah, that was trying to figure that one out. And the reveal there was so rough. it
1: is it is heartbreaking because especially because in the book. Like the book mentions what happens kind of in passing in like a very dismissive way.
0: Except for when they meet Quigley. Yeah. Yeah, because it's it's a bigger deal when they meet Quigley. Oh yeah. But yes.
1: But the thing is, is like the, the reveal is so much heart more more heartbreaking here because, because you see them be a happy family. You see uh the three triplets but in the cut you're hit with the two.
0: They do that a few times in this series. They made me like um Dr. Montgomery's doomed assistant. assistant. Who dies off screen before the second book. And like you only learn about him if you read the unauthorized autobiography. A so that was that was that was great. Also um Neil Patrick Harris's Count Olaf is so good at being scary and cartoonish at the same same time time. yeah
1: i think we talked about that before but i do want to emphasize again as good as jim carrey was as count olaf in the live action film jim carrey was only terrifying
0: Hmm. well the other thing was i think i said this about about that film too the kids never looked like they belonged in that movie they looked like they were supermodels who had walked into uh, the world of a series of unfortunate events. Yeah. Oh, and that's the other thing. I like the kids.
1: The kids were really good. I, I they was... were
0: really good. These were two really good child actors who were really good at playing off of each other. Oh yeah. Which. uh this is like the second or third time I've seen that in a Netflix movie. Yeah. Or uh... So. So that means it can happen.
1: I'm. I'm. <laughs> I feel like we're in, like, the, the dawning of a new era of child actors because, like, all of the kids in Stranger Things are fantastic. hmm Have you watched Stranger Things?
0: Yeah, I watched Stranger Things. Okay. Come
1: on. I, I, ha- I did this weird thing where I watched the first three episodes of Stranger Things, and I loved it, and I told everybody in my life that they had to watch it, and then everybody in my life finished watching it in, like, a week, and I finished watching it this past summer... okay so everybody would be like oh andy you're super right like this show is so good let me talk to you about it and i'd be like oh you can't because i haven't finished it yet
0: oh jeez.
1: so i finished it this summer and it's it's really good
0: i'm looking forward to season two because i'm curious as to what they're going to do with it
1: yeah i when i heard there was going to be a season two my hope was that season two was going to be kind of uh It's own story somewhere else. But it's not. But it's not. It's a follow-up. It's a direct follow-up. And that... I do want that, but I feel like being a direct follow-up, there's a bigger chance of them fucking it up.
0: The thing is, there would be so many storylines that are just finished, and therefore I'm not sure those characters will be as interesting. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. I think there's definitely enough room for them to play in with the world that they've created. Plus, every character in that show was surprisingly charming and empathetic in their own way.
0: Oh, yeah, including um, the teenagers who I half wrote off as dead because they're in a horror show. Oh, yeah. Um, And half thought, these people are all assholes. Uh, And they were because they're teenagers. Teenagers. But and then they fucking step up,
1: yeah. like and I was that was great. I was super happy, especially because, like, I was gonna I was really worried for most of the show that the, that 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 there was gonna be like a moment where there was gonna be this like like three way love triangle. And the show just completely throws it away. Like, what? no? yeah, they these two characters, like are supporting each other because they both just went through this incredibly awful thing.
0: Yeah, but no, you—but that's great. not something
1: you base a relationship off of.
0: Yeah, I—I've heard a lot of people with mixed feelings about like the one person who dies. I—I I can't can't remember her name. Yeah, sort of sort of nerdy looking girl. Yeah, who just the like, best friend up and dies. Yeah,
1: they just find her dead body in like the second to last episode.
0: Yeah, and that's like a jet. Gen- that's that's genuinely spooky. But in the back of my mind, I was thinking, okay, so she's here to prove that people can die against this thing. But also, the main characters aren't gonna like. That's where my head was. She felt like a red shirt to me. Yeah, I,
1: I just I felt really bad about it because like it felt really shitty to me that like. For what felt like two episodes, there was, like, a genuine, like, worry over what happened to her. But then after that, there was nothing. Yeah. I would have at least liked to have, have had, like, a funeral or something.
0: You just made me remember the subplot with the funeral when you said that, which I had forgotten. Oh, yeah. with Where, where the sheriff does a does an impromptu autopsy on the fake child. Oh, that
1: scene was insane. Yes. Oh, man.
0: Anyway, I hope we haven't ruined Stranger Things for you guys. You should watch it. It's crazy good. There
1: there are so many scenes in that movie that are so well shot, and that just left me, like, shaking. Just, like, and, like, just so excited to watch the next episode. What a well-made hear, show. And
0: this isn't this isn't something... We hear a lot about i also hear that um a lot of people like the role that gaming takes in um in stranger things like a lot of ga- uh, a lot of people who play tabletop games say there's like there's like three tv shows or movies that have ever gotten mm-hmm. what D feels like right and there's and it's an episode of the it crowd an episode of community and stranger things
1: i think one of my favorite things about stranger things is it really captures kids
0: yes they feel like they do feel like real kids
1: i think it's especially like it, it, it also kind of really captures like the friendship dynamic where like i there's like an ep, like late in the series there's like an episode where where everybody's talking about how like you're like best friends and how like they're all best friends, but you like two people have been best friends longer. So they're better best friends. Mm -hmm. And, and the entire time they're having that conversation, I was thinking to myself, like, I remember having that conversation as a kid with other friends. We're like, like, Yeah, yeah. yeah, we're best friends, but you've been best friends with this other person longer. And it sucks that you two are fighting because you're best friends. Like there, there are some genuinely good like childhood talks that the kids have amongst themselves that just feel really genuine.
0: Yes, I, I I completely agree. Um, a lot of people have compared it to Stand by Me.
1: That's a that's a good comparison. I feel
0: like I feel like a lot of dialogue in Stand by Me is isn't very childlike. Like it's more sort of on the ludicrous scale, but <laughs> a a a lot of the moments they have together feel very very real like there's that great line that no kid would ever say (laughs) which is i'm going to tear down your i'm going to tear off your head and shit down your neck (laughs) (laughs) it's like did you just have that in his pocket
1: oh man stand by me was a weird movie for me I i think stand by me was the first rated r movie i ever saw and i was uh i think i was in middle school when i watched it because
0: i I think it's rated r for language because there's not a lot of other stuff that goes on
1: it's it's well i don't i don't know i don't like keep up with it but but the reason i remember it so vividly is because like like me and my dad were walking around a walmart and i was in middle school at the time and my dad just sees it in like the five dollar dvd bin Mm. and he just picks it up and he looks at it for like a really long time and he just turns to me and he says I'm going to buy this movie because I want to watch it with you because I remember watching this movie with my dad oh. and it is such a weird movie to watch with a parent, especially because like my dad grew up in that like era like that yeah. like that was my dad's childhood was what those kids did and and for me to watch that and like like a be able to see like like the like like these are actors that my dad grew up watching like these are this is a movie that my dad was like their age when he saw and to be that age and to watch that with my dad being there and seeing him kind of regress into that part of his life and share that Mm -hmm. with him was super cool and kind of recontextualize that movie for me I think that movie means a lot more to me than it should because of that
0: I watched a lot of Mel Brooks movies with my dad, but I think Blazing Saddles is just good. Man. I think I just like Blazing Saddles.
1: Man, Blazing Saddles is hilarious.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But, who, boy, is it really hard to recommend to people.
0: I think if you go into it with the right mindset, it's pretty good. Because the thing about it is, like, is, I'll watch a clip of Blazing Saddles online, and I'll see a bunch of people in the comments be like, yeah, this was before everything had to be um, politically correct and all snowflakes. And it's not, I mean...
1: Yeah, those those people are definitely missing the message
0: of the movie. It's, yeah, it feels like they don't get it. <laughs> like, it's about not being a giant asshole just because somebody's a different color than you are. I mean, the whole story, I mean, there's, there's a bunch of hilarious stuff and it's just a fun western plot in it but the, the actual crux of the story is about this guy whose only sin is being black. Yeah. In, in a position of power and unable to use it and like t- having to go out and getting no respect from people and he shows up and everybody's got guns because it's the Wild West and he has to not get shot by all these white people <laughs> who hate him for no reason. <laughs>
1: it's it's it, it I, and
0: it's great and it's great to be able to use comedy to deal with this yeah stuff. definitely i that's, that's amazing that's one of the best things about this movie but a lot of people don't
1: get it there is an amazing uh video essay by lindsay Ellis about blazing saddles
0: okay that i just I highly
1: recommend who people who watch is, huh
0: i say i know who that is I believe
1: Uh, I, they did a lot of stuff for, uh, the fucking uh, guy with the glasses way back in the day.
0: I wonder if you could maybe be faker.
1: Okay. Right. Sorry. They were the nostalgia chick.
0: Okay. Yeah. Okay. 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 Okay.
1: Okay. I know who who that is. I was like, I know they were someone important. Let me look up who it is. Let me look up exactly who they were then. I keep okay. for I keep forgetting so she, so, how big that guy with the glasses was because I just completely missed it, it I was just not interested
0: okay here's the thing <laughs> here's the thing though you said the guy with the glasses and I thought you couldn't think of some guy's name
1: oh <laughs> no the TM okay. TM TM no, TM I
0: know, I know, I know I, okay I know what you're talking about now I get it. <laughs> <laughs> what a f- What a
1: fucking terrible brand.
0: Yep. Yeah. Um I think that's a good time to end the podcast. I think that's a good note to end it on. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, so Thank you for listening to Direct Video VHS VHS DVD extras. I've been your host Tony Robusto and
1: I have been your host Andy Reyes.
0: <sighs> okay. <laughs> Uh, you can
1: in 360 no
0: scope. Andy, be cool. Andy, be cool for two seconds.
1: 360 no scope. This outro, Tony, you can do it.
0: Uh, you can find me at TheaterBats on Twitter.
1: You can find me at Royalty underscore Valens. You can also find all of Tony's other stuff at inspiredbytrueevents.com It's super great.
0: That was does a really good plug. it is dot dot org. org. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you got it. Ooh. Just... a couple of years ago com was up for grabs and I passed sometimes I think about that
1: you should have definitely gotten it and just made it redirect to the dot org
0: I mean yeah probably point is, the point is our outro music which is playing right now you can hear it if you listen close <laughs> Andy oh, listen close yeah. okay good gotcha. doo,
1: doo, um, doo. fuck damn it I, I just cannot <laughs> sustain a melody
0: theme from penguins on parade by lee do. boom that's i
1: no, think that that's great. you got it okay Whew.
0: i'll i'll try to sync that we'll see um
1: <laughs> it's gonna not sync up with one or the other so either way i and, fucked you
0: um and uh if you like our podcast for some fucking reason <laughs> I just uh, realized I can...
1: referenced a part a part of the thirty minutes we're
0: cutting out. Yeah, he did. He did do that. It uh, was a three sixty no scope. Look, it's not important. That might be the singer. I said something else was gonna be a singer. I don't fucking know. You'll. I'm not Jesus. You'll
1: figure it out. You'll figure it out. No, if you're not. You enjoy Jesus. us
0: for some reason. Uh, then leave us a review on your podcast app or iTunes or Google Play or yeah, Google Play. Thanks, Stitcher's one.
1: Or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Yeah, wherever those are sold to you. Sold? Because you're an idiot and you buy podcasts. <laughs> yeah,
1: because somebody really pulled the wool over your eyes if you're buying your podcasts.
0: Yes, and do you know who that was? It was the ghost of John Smith. Oh,
1: shit. do 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 Have spent the last 30 minutes mm-hmm. being the least funny people on the internet.
0: Okay, but that's going to be the singer. <laughs> <laughs>